Hi, this is Anna with Check It at the Roundtable. Just so you know, you can support this podcast as well as related podcasts, What the BL, and YouTube channels, The Hand Network, and The Asian Drama Club by going to our website, thelittlegreenhouseonthecorner.com backslash support, where we have both PayPal donation buttons as well as the affiliate link for Grove Collaborative. Also, if you want to donate directly via PayPal, you can donate to rosesoutofthesnow at gmail.com. Thanks for your support. And without further ado, here's today's podcast. Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we are discussing We Best Love Season 2, Fighting Mr. Second, Return of the Runner-Up, Episode Four peeps. This episode is one of Anna's personal favorites. I think this episode and episode six are my favorites of this series. In this episode, we have Zhao Shui waking up the next morning. The kanji is eaten. He's kind of still trying to figure out what's going on. He then turns over and sees Gao Shidi sleeping there beside him. And I think this scene is one of the best in the series, not because of anything romantical that's going on in the scene, because honestly, that's not what the scene is about. But the realization of Zhao Shui sitting there and going, basically, I can't go back in time to five years ago. It's not possible. What am I going to do now with this person who's flopped beside me? Am I going to deal with this in a way that is good? Am I going to deal with this in a way that is bad? How am I going to approach this situation? And I love how Zhao Shui's character in this scene just kind of sits there and observes Gao Shidi for a little bit, like he's thinking about things. It's at this point that Gao Shidi wakes up and he goes, oh no, Zhao Shui's going to murder me. I'm going to be here. I fell asleep, um, you know. And he sits there and he goes, I'm sorry. Zhao Shui, I'm sorry I didn't believe in your forever. I'm sorry that when I came back to Taiwan, I listened to your dad because, you know, he did have a lot of valid points. I wasn't as high up in society as you were. He wanted you to have a normal life with, you know, a wife and kids, and that would be different with life with me. And so he's like, you know, I listened to all that, and so I waited five years because I thought that was what I needed to do. I didn't believe in your forever. I didn't think about how that would affect you the way that it did. And he said, you know, also, even with everything that's happened, me not being in your life for five years, it's giving you the chance to maybe meet someone who's better than me. It's at this point that Zhao Shuji kind of rises up. And, you know, this is the one part of him I think I like the best of his character. His character is he just rises up and he goes, Excuse me, you don't have the right to say who's best for me. Neither does my dad. I'm the only one who's going to say who's best for me. And he's like, you stupid idiot. And then he bonks him on the head. And, and Gao Shuji's like, Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that you didn't have, you know, you didn't know what's best. I'm just saying... 
you could have ended up with someone better. And he's he's trying to backtrack in his mind, going, I don't know how to fix this. I've been trying to say the right thing, and now it just came off wrong, and now Zashui bonked me again and called me an idiot, which is kind of what used to be our pet names for one another. It's at this point that Zashui gets up, goes to his closet, picks up a box that's on his top shelf, comes back, sits down beside Gaoshi, and he's like, am I still the lucky one? And Gaoshi's like, um... What's this about? And Gaoshi says, am I still the lucky one? And he hands him the box. And in the box is the bracelet that Zhao Shui had thrown in the trash years ago, but probably just decided to pull it back out because he couldn't part with it. And Gao Shi looks at him and goes, yes, of course you're still the lucky one. You always have been. And he puts the bracelet back on. And Zhao Shui says, I'm going to give you another chance. Okay, so let's just try this again one more time. You get another chance with me, okay, Gaoshidi? And Gaoshidi's like, okay. And so that's where this scene kind of opens up. Then there's this hug, which I don't mean weird. I'm I'm not really into hugs or romantic moments. This one's kind of cute because as they're hugging, Gaoshidi kind of breaks down. And and Gaoshidi kind of pulls him back and goes, are you okay? Are you crying? And Zaoshui's like, no, I'm not crying. I'm not crying at all. And he then plops um, Gaoshidi against the headboard and hits his head. And Gaoshidi goes, ow, you hit my head. And he's like, you're such a pain. And then he just kind of flops on him. And that's where this scene ends. We then go to work where Gaoshidi and Zaoshui are talking about the work that um, Gaoshidi has done on this new program. Then Rin Wei and his boyfriend come in with coffees for everyone. And I really like how we really don't have this whole awkwardness of time having passed between Gao Shidi and Zhao Shui. I mean, yes, time has passed. Yes, there have been five years. But Zhao Shui's decided we're not going to think about that too much. And neither is Gao Shidi. It's like we're back to trusting people as they were before because that's where we're going to go. It's in this episode as well that Ben Wei pulls Gao Shidi aside when they go to Gao Shidi's cousins for drinks and tells Gao Shidi, he says, don't you ever break Zhao Shui's heart the way you broke it before because you don't know what happened during those years you were gone. You didn't know what happened between Zhao Shui and his dad. His dad found out that you two were a couple. Zhao Shui completely lost it there for a while. Binway and I had to go pull him out of bars. His phone got confiscated. He ended up living on his own because he refused to live with anyone but you. He has been alone all these years and trying to deal with things because he wouldn't give up on you even though he said he would. So don't you dare ever do this again, Gaoshidi. And I mean, I really like Binway. I mean, he's a weird character. His boyfriend is super weird too. They're, they're the weird ones, okay? But Bin Wei and how he approached things with kind of this gentle, just don't do this again to him. And when Gao Shi finds this out, he and Zhao Shui are walking across the bridge that he walked across in high school that Zhao Shui was saying, I like you, I like you a lot, Han. Okay, the famous bridge scene from episode five of We Best Love, number one for you. Okay, but anyway. Zhao Shui says, do you remember this bridge, Gao Shidi? And Gao Shidi's thinking about everything that Bin Wei has just told him about. Everything that Zhao Shui went through that he didn't talk about. And 
So Gaoshi says, yes, there was this, this idiot on this bridge years ago who said, I like you, I like you a lot. And he kind of reenacts it, and Joshua's like, oh, please, get off the bridge. And he's like, ah! And so it's at this point that Joshua says, well, I don't know the stupid idiot who was there who brought midnight snacks to my house. And, and Gaoshi says, oh, you're going to bring that up. Well, then what about the person who said, hi, hi, auntie, my name is Zhaoshui, <laughs> when he meets, um, when Zhaoshui meets his mom for the first time. And it's at this point that Gaoshi says, you know, why don't you ever ask me about that girl who I was supposed supposedly with in America, or, you know, everything that happened that you thought maybe that I was not being true to you, and Gaoshi says, or Zhaoshui says, I don't need to ask you about those things. He said, I know you now, Zhaoshui. I know what you did because you promised my dad because you were stupid and trusted him. He said, you've been such a fool for me. How could I doubt you're being honest? I'm sure there's part of this that I don't understand. But it's not that you were running around with someone else. It's something that I just don't understand. So no, I'm not going to doubt you. And that's kind of where this episode closes. I think this is the one too. I could be wrong. It's either this one or the next one that the software program gets stolen. Also, we have a brief moment with Pei E and the chief technical officer where... The chief technical officer is very, very upset that Gao Shidi and Pei Shiyi are close. He thinks that Gao Shidi is two-timing Zhao Shui and has Pei Shi as well, and they're cousins, which he does not know, and Pei Shi doesn't tell him, and Gao Shidi doesn't tell him because they don't really think it's any of the chief technical officer's business. The chief technical officer is very, very upset about this and gets very angry, and they think, you're left to reason, that he steals the software program because, of course, he doesn't. Big spoiler there, but no. And this is where the episode ends. Again, this is one of my favorites, mainly because you get to see how people can react to distance. I mean, sometimes it's like years go by, relationships are broken. Yes, people can maybe mend them somewhat, but they can't ever really get back to what they were. But I really like seeing in this episode how Zhao Shui makes a conscious decision to try things again. Because I think that takes tremendous courage, given the situation, given what he walked through on his own, to try that again with Gao Shidi. Now, totally, totally get that Gao Shidi is like a super cool person, okay, most part, I have to say, he's absolutely, I mean, he really is a cool person. But the fact that Zhao Shui was sitting there going, I'm going to try this again, I think would take tremendous courage with any kind of person, no offense. It, it just would. I don't care if they were like the most exemplary human being on the earth. It would take a lot of courage. And I think the fact that he decided to do that shows what a cool individual he was, too. I think there really are a really good couple in just in, in general. I mean, I'm not just talking about BL drama. I'm just saying couples in general, those two are interesting and cool because they do try to support each other to the nth degree. They are all in in their relationship. I mean, there is no, like, when they are with one another, it's like, they are completely honest with one another. It's not like they're holding back party something. They know where they stand, which, see, 
in a lot of couples. I mean, you see couples that get along well, but usually there's always something that they, they hold a part of themselves in reserve from one another. And I, I totally get that because it's safer, it seems. It seems more secure. You don't have to worry about your life on the line quite so much. But also, I think it's neat with what if we did trust people wholeheartedly? And what if they were worthy of that trust, too? Which I think this series kind of brings up. Again, this is one of the ones that I'm like, my kids will all see this show before they leave my house. And they will understand thoroughly why they're watching the show. Now, granted, they won't see certain parts of the show until they're older because it's not kitty-friendly. But I'm just saying... One of the reasons is because of this wholeheartedness that they have for one another and the trust that they have for one another that isn't misplaced. Because, you know, I bet people who, yeah, they trust the other party that they're with wholeheartedly, but unfortunately it came back to nip them in the bud because that other party wasn't, well, to be honest, worthy of their trust. I mean, you know, I don't know a nice way to say that, but when all things fall apart, yeah. But when the person that is in question is worthy of the trust, it's so cool to see what that trust can lead to and what strength can come from that. And that is my review of Fighting Mr. Second Return of the Runner-Up Episode 4. They are making a Season 3 of this, peeps. I don't know when, but I am really hoping it's sometime this year because I really want to see it. I mean, no offense. I'm like, this is going to be absolutely bloody awesome. So check it at the round table. Bye. Hi, this is Anna with Check It at the Round Table. Just so you know, you can support this podcast as well as related podcasts, What the BL, and YouTube channels, The Hand Network, and The Asian Drama Club by going to our website, thelittlegreenhouseonthecorner.com backslash support, where we have both PayPal donation buttons as well as the affiliate link for Grove Collaborative. Also, if you want to donate directly via PayPal, you can donate to rosesoutofthesnow at gmail.com. Thanks for your support. And without further ado, here's today's podcast.